Hello and welcome to Destination Passport. Passport. <laughs> I'm Keyford. I'm Damon Product. And together we are Bird Product Travel Agency. And this is the only podcast about Keith and Damon. Whoa! We'll try to not talk about travel at all. You may have noticed <laughs> this sounds a little different. Yeah. There's something going on. There's something in the water. Mm -hmm. uh, the water that's running up my leg. If you listened last week, you guys are familiar with the fact that I have been held captive. I'm currently in a shed. I've been told it's Tom's shed. I wasn't given much information. Uh, Keith, <laughs> it seems like you have more information about this than I do. All I know is I was black bagged. I yeah. woke up in what smelled like a shed. Yeah. And it's it's damp it's damp enough to be a shed. But anyway, I'm held captive here. And then all of a sudden, you know, three days into it, what do I hear but my buddy banging on the outside door? Okay, yeah. heard. And and uh you were trying to rescue me. There was a there was a strong lock on the door. Very and strong. uh all all I heard was, Here, take this, and you slid a laptop under the door. For yeah. us to record another session. And I said, hey, I'm very hungry if you have time to spare some food. <laughs> and, and you ran off. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm just so, like, on the ball when it comes to our business and our podcast, yeah. which is, we used to promote the business, that that's all I was thinking about was, you know, like, we got to get Damon a computer so we can record an episode of the podcast. Yeah, well, don't mix. It's business and pleasure and what is what is eating but pleasure i mean that's yeah. purely a pleasure based thing so yeah i'm i'm not upset that's good um because i'm all business baby too baby and uh <laughs> we need to keep this pod going even if i'm locked in a shed so keith you mind filling me in first of all where are you right now uh and what is what is happening all i know is i'm in a shed so i'm in a, a panera bread here in sioux falls south dakota um, Sioux Falls. Yeah, and so I was trying to, I was trying to break you out of Tom uh, Nuchin's shed. That motherfucker. Yeah, and I brought the computer just in case, you know, it, you know, if I couldn't get you out, I could at least get you a computer so that we oh. could record the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Or you could, ha you thought maybe you could hack into the the shed system to unlock it as well. Well, yeah, I was thinking that was a possibility too, but it's there's not nothing really computeristic about it. It's a very traditional shed setup, and when you, when you say it's a strong lock, it's really it is a muscle man that is holding the door shut right. <laughs> at all times. Right. That Tom seems to have hired or recruited or or whatever. So I was trying to convince him, was like, "Hey, my friend's in there," and the muscle man guy was like. I don't know anything about who or what's in there. I just, this is my job is to hold this door shut. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought I heard him say, Hey, do you mind just telling everybody about how strong this lock was when you leave here? He seemed really intent on that. Well, you know, that's how you get more business, right? Like he's going to, and I'll, I'll say his name. His name's a uh, Thurman car and uh, yep. Thurman car. And he, you know, if you, if you need a really big, strong, muscly guy to, to, keep a door closed for you with just as pure strength um you can do a lot worse than thurman Carr. yeah exactly no you really can and 
to be honest, he's kept me company here. You know, him and I will have some conversations every once in a while since he seems to be the only human within uh, earshot of me. I was mm-hmm. screaming for help early on in this process. And he said, hey, little man, sorry, I can't help you today. And I said, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And he said, it's me, Thurman, Thurman Carr. And I said, well, you, you and I, Thurman Carr, I think we're going to get along. And we have. We've gotten along really well. And Keith, can I say this? Uh-huh. Speaking of keeping my mind, body, and spirit focused on our travel agency business, he wants to come be a client of ours as soon as I get out of here. Whoa, really? Yep. He said, He said, I'm so busy locking up other things, I never get to unlock and unleash myself wow. uh, via travel. And I mm. said, buddy boy, do I know the guy for you? It's me. And uh, mm. kind of gave him a quick sales pitch. And, uh, yeah, he's excited. He's excited. As soon as I get out of here, we got to have him on the pod. I think he'd be a great podcast guest because obviously we're going to book up a trip, but I think the world needs to hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really inspirational. I think people would really mm-hmm. be inspired by what can happen when, uh, people put aside their differences, put aside whatever, like conflict might be in their past. And this case is in this case, it is him aiding and abetting your abductor um and allow him to hold you captive in a shed for now it's been going on two weeks Uh, has it been two weeks wow yeah i lose track of night and day um (laughs) there is light that creeps in uh but i just don't count you know i just lost count after a while i said "Ah, i'm sure it's been a while um, yeah. But that's a good point. I think it is special because I was able to look past that very quickly. I said, look, you're clearly aiding and abetting uh, my <laughs> capture. Um, but you seem like a good guy. And I, I know, look, this is just a gig for you. I get it. It's the gig economy. You got to do what you can. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Tom probably but, found him on TaskRabbit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or uh, Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's looking for a freelance strongman to, to serve as strong locks for his shed. Yeah, and it was one of those things where uh, Thurman put in on, on his Fiverr page, it's only five bucks to hire me. Oh, but if you want me to actually guard the door, that's going to be $20 more per hour. And oh, yeah. if you want me to use my muscles, it's going to be $30 more per hour. <laughs> so that by the end, it's a complete misnomer to say Fiverr because it was like insanely more than $5 by the end of it. Yeah. To, I would love to see Thurman with his muscles completely relaxed, not engaging them at all as he's serving as just the $5 lock. I would love to hire the $5 version of Thurman Carr and see what that looks like. I mean, that would be great for you because then you could just push your way out pretty easily. You know what? Maybe that's my way out of here. I need to convince Tom that he's overpaying for Thurman and that I heard Thurman can do this for only $5. And then maybe he relaxes the muscles. He doesn't lock the gate, I think is what I said the first upgrade was. And then I just burst out of there. And when he tries to stop me, I mean, he lit, he can't, if you're not con- contracting, contracting your muscles, you can't even stand, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be laying on the floor like a, like a wet noodle. Yeah, you're contracting Thurman and, and he's contracting his muscles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> contracting a contractor to contract their muscles. <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. You know, that could be a good plan because, you know, my first attempt of just kind of busting you out with brute force didn't really work because I ran into Thurman Carr, who's very big and strong. Um, have you have you talked to Tom at all or Jeanette? Does Jeanette know you're in there? 
Jeanette writes me notes. And the thing is, I think I said this at the beginning of this recording, I didn't know where I was or who I was being held captive by. So I didn't know who the notes were from until now. So you just put it together. I just put it together. Those must be from Jeanette. They might, they could be from Tom, I guess, but they're very sexually charged. So can you read I'm me going one of to, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a couple here. You're lucky it's still daylight out. <laughs> um, it's just cracking in through one of the cracks in the shed. Just enough for me to read this. It says, "Dear Damon, my biggest regret in life is uh, not marrying you instead of my husband Tom." Do you remember that trip that we just went on together where the two of us uh-huh. fell in love? At least at least I hope the two of us fell in love. I know I did my part. I did my half of that by falling in love with you. But seriously, my husband, Tom, he's a killer. If you couldn't tell that from the podcast episode that I did with you and your best friend, Keith. <laughs> BTW, this is Jeanette, your lover. I love you forever. Um, and I'm going to do everything I can to break you out of here. But goddamn, this guy is strong. <laughs> Referring to Thurman. Referring to Thurman. I now and and now I get that. Now, now I get you get together. which guy. Yeah, was. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure how strong Thurman was just from our conversation. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what you are you gonna did, do? Yeah, I can see. You know, it, there are some pretty strong hints that that's Jeanette. But did she, did she sign? I forget. Did she sign it as Jeanette? She did. Oh, okay. She did. <laughs> and the reason I wasn't sure that it was her is if you get black bag, okay, put yourself in my shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, put yourself in my black bag, if you will. Yeah, yeah. If you get black bagged and you get, you know, there's a journey, right? I was in a car at some point. I think I was on a plane at some mm-hmm. point. I might have been in, in a train at some point. Wow. Um, and then you get thrown into a closed space such as a shed. I mean, what goes through your mind? This could be anybody and everybody, and they could try to fuck with me. So I thought maybe this is a mental, uh, a mental game they're playing with me. They want me to think it's Jeanette in order for me to soften up and give them the information that they. <laughs> so you thought that maybe this was some sort of interrogation tactic that that some unknown right. agency was using on you? Exactly. I forgot to mention that they have been trying to get answers out of me. <laughs> um, I didn't know who it was because it. it comes in as just a robotic voice there's speakers in there so keith for you to say there's nothing computeristic i I believe in your words about the shed i think you could have hacked into that speaker system my guy i'm just saying Um, oh yeah i mean i guess that all that could have done was probably just we could have recorded the podcast using the speaker system somehow yeah but then you would have had to stand outside the shed and now it sounds like your life might have been in danger by tom or Jeanette, or if it is Jeanette, i don't even know they still might be tricking me yeah, it's definitely way more comfortable here at the Panera. Um, I'm having a bread That's what bowl. I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah, for all the complications I'm mentioning, it seems like, yeah, what, what's going on in your life? You're you're just chilling. Well, right now I'm just chilling at the Panera here in Sioux Falls. I'm um, having a bread bowl. That's right. Um, I got broccoli a bread cheddar. Well, here's my order at Panera. I get the broccoli cheddar bread bowl, hold the broccoli, hold the cheddar, fill the bowl back up with bread. And I want a side of bread and a drink of bread. (laughs) So I want you to put a baguette in a cup. See, I'm on, I'm carbo loading. I'm doing, I'm preparing for the possibility that I might have to run a marathon eventually. Mm. 
And mm. so I mm. want to be ready at any moment to run a marathon if I have to. And I'm not doing any training because that's sure. just gonna, that's going to be really difficult and, and take too much time. Well, especially with your carbo loading, it would impede with your ability to carbo. Well, yeah, if I someone. if I have to run, you know, a mile a week or whatever you have to do to to train that's for probably a marathon. It. Yep. <laughs> if I have to run a combined one mile per week, um, yeah, it's not all have... in one session necessarily. It's just across a week, run a mile total. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I run one seventh of a mile every day mm-hmm. or one fifth of a mile every weekday and then take the weekends off. But either, even then it's just, when am I going to do my carbo loading during the week? If I'm running an entire <laughs> fifth of a mile. If you're doing all that running, I mean, everyone knows when you're training for a marathon, I mean, it takes up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of running involved. So, so yeah, that makes sense to potentially a fifth of a, a mile all the way no, a seventh of a mile all the way up to a fifth of a mile, yeah. right? Yes. Depending on uh, my schedule, yeah. If I decide to take weekends your off. schedule. And I can, yeah, tr- I can try to fit seven days worth of carbs in those two days that I have off. Just go to the Panera when it opens and just go, do my classic go-to order. Broccoli cheddar bowl, hold the broccoli, hold the cheddar, fill the bread bowl, back up with bread, side of bread, drink of bread. What do you call that? Do you go in and say the usual, like any, any? Well, at this point, I've been coming back to this Panera pretty regularly to do my carbo loading. Um, so at this point, yeah, I do say the usual. And usually they say, what is that? You know, different people work here. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to re-explain what the usual is because it's always yeah. somebody new. You know, turnover is pretty high, especially since I started coming here. It seems like the turnover is pretty high. Because I get pretty angry any time that they, you know, if they accidentally give me a broccoli cheddar bread bowl with broccoli and cheddar in it instead of bread. You know, I get pretty right. pissed off. I yell. I scream. I I um I tear the uh, booths up like a dog getting into a stuffed animal, you know, like the mm-hmm. kind of soft cushion booths. I like tear into those with my teeth. Mm-hmm. What are you trying them. to get when you're doing that? <laughs> You know, I so think it's just it's out of just, pure anger. I just go into this animalistic rage, you know, mm. because and I think it's because I'm not getting enough carbs in that moment. Because my body at this point, my body at this point is so used to having, you know, I, I haven't done, I haven't counted it up exactly, but um, the the EMT that had to come get me when I when I went into a rage coma. Um, when I woke up, he said, uh, you, it looks like you have 1 million carbs in your system. So we'll just go off that. We'll just go off that number. Yeah. And roughly a million carbs in your system at any given time. So if I'm a single carb short of a million carbs, like on my schedule, which right now is I order this exact order uh, every 15 minutes. If I don't, if I get off the schedule, by even a minute, I go into a rage coma. I think and... it's because, yeah. I think it's important that we that we clarify here. We are talking about a million carbs, not like grams of carbs. Like the the unit of measurement is carbs, right? You're eating a million different carbs. <laughs> yeah, one right. million carbohydrates. Yeah, that's right. Um, you, know what, you know what I might advise? Because mm. fun fact, old Keithy uh, or old Damien boy over here um, used to work at Panera Bread when I was a young that's little. True. Lad. That's right. And and when you, um, when you, at the end of the shift, there's a lot of leftover bread. They bake it fresh every morning. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of leftover bread. Typically, they will work with an organization, maybe donate that to an organization, a homeless shelter, something like that. But if you want to drop all your morals and go at closing time, you might be able to get a lot more bread. And some of it, they even throw into the dumpster, my guy. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I take all their bread and then some. Oh, you're already, you're already like utilizing that amount of bread at the end. Yeah, I do that. Like at the end of the, when the Panera's uh, like, when it's about to close, I say, I'll take all the bread you have right now. And then all the bread that you're going to have in the morning. And so they're like, what do you mean? And I say, make that bread now and I'll just take it. Sounds aggressive. (laughs) You're not holding them at gunpoint, are you? You like that's uh, the the verbiage in my head. I mentally envisioned you with a gun when you when you said it. How you said it? Well, I did. Um, I did rig a super soaker to shoot bread. So now it's a super breader, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I had to um, kind of change the mechanisms within the super soaker so that I could pass bread through at a at a high I, rate. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I was also curious. So this ties in a question I had about your, your bread drink. Yeah. Uh, um, is anything done to the bread to make that more uh, liquid like Do you get your breader wetter or anything like that? What's going on? Oh yeah. Well, I use, I use a different super soaker that's still for water and I use it to spray all the bread down. <laughs> Like they it. do with the hot dog eating contest where they dip the buns in bread and it gets really soggy to eat it easier. Is that yes. basically what it is? Yes, yes. I consulted with Joey Chestnut to uh, come up with the perfect uh, modifications for my super soaker. So basically, yeah. so that means I have to have twice as much bread, right? Because I have to have a whole supply of bread that I soak so that I can load it into the super breader. And threaten the Panera employees in order to get the other half of the bread that I need, which is to eat. Right. <laughs> you should come up with a means of threatening them that doesn't waste precious bread resources or, or bread carbohydrates. <laughs> well, you know, I think I was just getting on such a kick of like, I was starting to feel like this is my superhero, like, power, you know, like, this is my superhero sure. theme, you know, and I'm a superhero. Not a super villain. A lot of people have called me a villain to my face ever since I started doing this. They've called me the terror of Sioux Falls. Um, I was like, well, do you know who Tom Nuchin is? I think he's a terror of Sioux Falls. Right. Um, but they, they don't. They yeah. love Tom is oh, what I've yeah. heard. He's, he's, he's got a good PR campaign. Well, he's very charismatic. I mean, when I sat down with him for dinner the other night. I'm sorry. Uh, what? He, oh, did I not mention that? <laughs> you had not mentioned this. You sat down with Tom for dinner. Yeah, my Tom. captor, my captor. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just so charismatic. Um, I can see why Jeanette fell in love with him. He's such a nut. I mean, we, I know we we made a lot of judgments about him on Jeanette's episode based on just what sure. he's saying about his habits and the various living creatures that he has killed, um, and etc. But when you actually sit down with this guy and talk to him, have a um, beer with him have a beer and you know obviously then that like bias was like him abducting you like was even more of a thing where it's like well this guy seems bad but that's just bias and we can't let information influence how we feel about someone when they're nice to us i understand what you're saying because 
look, if we can't talk to the other side, then we've, you know, I mean, society has ended, right? Yeah, like clearly exactly. we don't, we didn't agree with Tom at the beginning of this. Yeah. Um, and right now I don't agree with him, but I get your point. Mm. Um, he hasn't been charismatic to me. If anything, he's been very interrogation <laughs> through the speaker system. Uh-huh. Um, antagonistic, if you will. Uh, but may I ask when you were at dinner with him? Yeah. Did the conversation about me and potentially letting me go ever come up? I'm just curious. I was so close to bringing it up. Like, oh, um, really? And that was, oh. I, it was one of those dinner parties that, one of those dinner parties that then you, you start playing a board game and then you just kind of talk about life. Yeah. And just hang out and shoot the shit for hours, man. Mm, and damn. so I definitely. Ample went, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I definitely went into it expecting to to mention at le- at least mention the fact that you, my best friend, is locked in his shed in the backyard. Well, that um, makes me feel good. You yeah. had the intention to do it, yeah. Yeah, and the road to heaven is paved with gr- good intentions. Mm-hmm. So that's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> I think obviously I'm going to end up in heaven. So um, that's on also a, on a nice paved road too. <laughs> like it's going to be an easy journey, yeah. smooth, freshly paved road. Just with good. How many good intentions do you have? Good intentions. The consistency is like even better than concrete or asphalt. The as far as so that's very true, and it's not as uh, malleable due to weather changes, right? Mm-hmm. So over time, so is it that each good intention is like a, a an equivalent of a brick of that road? Is that how that works? Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably anyway. how it works. <laughs> anyway, glad you almost brought it up. Um, yeah. I do, I do think I have to go soon um, because this laptop is is dying that you gave me. Um, oh. It's running out of juice here. Dang. Well, I didn't yeah. even get to <laughs> didn't even get to tell you about what's going on back home. Uh, please fill me in quickly. Um, <laughs> since I've got about seven minutes left, roughly. <laughs> Well, um, see, I think people who know what's going on back home who are listening to this are probably thinking he's not eating so much bread because he's preparing for a theoretical future marathon. He's eating his feelings because he tried to exit through the gift shop, Just Tiff, in an effort to somehow win her over and and earn her love. And it actually backfired in spectacular fashion. And and now there's going to be a uh, uh, a documentary premiering at all the big film festivals, film festivals, Cannes, Sundance, and the rest, mm. uh, about me being uh, the world's nastiest man and a failure of a of an art guy, and um, to to which I say, no, uh-huh, no. <laughs> a lot of people think that that wouldn't even have come to mind for me. Yeah, well, I mean. To be fair, you've been locked in a shed with little to no light, food, air, or water. Um, mm. So I, I get it. I get why you might not be thinking that, but because you didn't know any of that stuff happened. Um, but it did right. technically happen. It did technically happen. Um, and so I am sort of, look, I'll admit it. I'm a little bit eating my feelings right now. That's part of why I'm eating so much bread. And that's part of why it was so easy for Tom Newchin to lure me to his home. Literally, like I was floating like, a cartoon character following kind of this visible scent waft all the like way to his house. Your nose was leading the way. Yeah, because yeah, he bakes 
just unbelievable. I, I mean, I guess apparently there's a, there's a pandemic that that was happening at some point, and mm. he got really good at baking bread over that That's pandemic. Not. And so we just had a delicious bread feast. Um, yeah. You know what I heard? I heard he makes some killer brownies. You heard Tom does? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. He told me that. He said, yeah. he said, hey, Keith, I make some killer brownies, wink, wink. And I'm going to yeah. feed them to Damon, wink, wink. They're really killer, wink. That's what he said to me outside. Yeah. He said, man, I make some, uh, I, I make some killer brownies in there. Damon, wink, wink. This is through the speaker system, right? <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay. He said, I'm going to feed them to you, Damon. Wink, wink. Killer, killer. Wink, wink. Do you hear the word killer and killer brownies? Wink, wink. So that's where I heard about it. So they must be good. <laughs> and I hope I get them soon. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's kind of the buzz, you know, around Sioux Falls. All the rage. We both heard about it. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds we both would have stumbled across that, that, that piece, those pieces of information? It's yeah. because we both had direct contact with Tom himself, and he has something against us and directly me, maybe. But he definitely has something against you. Good. He definitely has something against you. That thing being that you went on a vacation with his wife and basically uh, fell in love with her and seduced one, her. One thing I'll warn you about really quickly, and I just remember this. And sorry for not mentioning it earlier, but um, he said something in the interrogation process around being just as upset. Uh, who was it? Uh, at you, I think. Huh. Um, for what? What was it? Oh, for aiding and abetting in sending me on the trip with his wife. And oh. then he said, what did he say? Oh, he said he's going to do a long play with you, whereas mine is more of a direct F you by throwing you in the shed and interrogating you and cutting you off from society. I'm going to, what was it? Befriend? Yeah, it was befriend <laughs> Keith and earn uh -huh. his favor and love. And you're really working hard brownies. to remember this entire thing. Well, it's just you know you come across so little information in here. It's like my mind just yeah. goes to so many places. Huh. So That's I weird. just wanted to give you that as a heads up because I just remembered all that. Yeah, wonder what he means by all that. <laughs> yes, it's as good as mine. Well, I guess but, I'll, uh, I guess I'll get to ask him tonight. We're having a having a poker night with the fellas. Okay. Um, him and his ball factory co-workers his kind of elks lodge gang um right. we're gonna be playing a little bit of texas hold'em um mm. he said that i don't even have to put any money in the pot that i'll be playing for i think what was it he said he said that i would be playing for and how did he put it he said i would be playing for my and my best friend damon's lives Whoa, I thought you were going to say a brand new car. Um, no. No. That's even more important. Um, okay, I was going to see if you could ask him tonight. And I know you have, probably have the intention already, but maybe just hold the intention through the night to bring me up. But it sounds like I was already brought up in the way that you have the chance to earn our freedom through poker. Yeah, well, earn your freedom. I'm very free. Um, uh, you know, obviously, mm, I'm here. There's yeah. Sure. Um, Panera stuffing myself silly with bread. Um, hmm. You know, I'm now thinking about when I was on my way to see you, I got a voice message from, let's see, who who did he say he was? I think he said he was hmm, Tom Newton. And wait, what did he say? He told me, hmm. He said something about, huh, bread is really good. <laughs> Tom, he's accepting you. Oh, no. 
he's the one who's getting this bread obsession. You are a slave, but you just can't even see your own chains, man. Oh, no. He tricked me into eating one million carbs worth of bread every 15 minutes. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't this the Tom that, wait, what wait. did he say over the speaker? He said, he said, oh, he just bought a chain of Panera Breads in Sioux Falls and has a uh, lot of investments uh, stake in them, I think he said. Oh, no. Yeah. Is I that partially that. why he wanted to do that to you, I think? <laughs> I think he did say that. I think he said in the message that he bought a chain of Panera Breads. So go, and if you mention him, then you get all the bread free. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was having you eat a bunch of bread so that it would increase the revenue of the store. I thought that's why he was saying it. <laughs> oh, but then wait, what he said, just kidding. <laughs> see, he's fucking with you. He what you can't fuck? even see it. All right, we need a plan. Well, yeah. I'll tell you the plan. Aces in the pocket, go all in. You gotta win us my freedom, my guy. Our freedom. Okay, I'll do it. Um I haven't played poker in about 20 years, but I'm going to, I'm, you know what? I'm going to win us our freedom. I'm going to go all in baby. Yeah. Just go all in on first hand. I believe in you. I love you. And I hope to see you on the other side. Okay. Love you too, Damon. All right. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Everyone out there in listener land. Yeah. My, my battery on my laptop's uh, dying. Thanks for listening. And if you're in the Sioux Falls area, go, um, knock open every uh, 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 shed you can find and look for me. Um, and if not, I love you and I'll see you guys soon, hopefully. Okay, bye everyone. Destination Passport. <laughs> <laughs>